This is a Gulf Stories moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hello again, and thank you once again for joining us for a Gulf Stories moment from the University of West Florida's Innovation Institute. I'm Christian Garman. My returning guest today, Dr. Jane Caffrey, professor from the Center for Environmental Diagnostics and Bioremediation and the Department of Biology at UWF. And today we're going to get a historical and current perspective on oysters in Northwest Florida. Dr. Caffrey, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Well, we've had you on the show before. We've talked to oysters before on the show. We really haven't talked about the history, though. Um, Do they play an important role in terms of Northwest Florida's history? Absolutely. So uh, for those of you who like uh, archaeology, you may know that there are shell middens in this area, and many of those shell middens are full of oysters. So the first peoples to this area, the Native Americans, found them to be a really critically important resource. We hear a lot about the uh, oyster industry, oyster culture in Apalachicola. Do people in Apalachicola hear about that in Pensacola? Like, how are we on par with what's going on down the road? So Apalachicola is the biggest oyster fishery in Florida, and at one point, I believe, supplied perhaps 10 to 20 percent of the U.S. oyster production. Um, We are small compared to that. We're about 10 percent of that, and that, that was sort of in the good days. Okay, so that was my. I was going to say, when <laughs> when were the good days? Well, the oldest records that we have, um, there are some old records that go back to like 1880, and uh, in those days, um, there were oyster harvesting. Uh, was about a quarter million pounds of oysters coming out of the Pensacola Bay system. Nowadays, we have virtually no wild harvest. We have aquaculture in the bay, but really the oysters started to go downhill in the the 80s and 90s. It became increasingly difficult for people to make a living as oystermen. Do you know, was there a specific reason here, specifically in the waters of Pensacola, that I'm, it went started going downhill? I'm not sure. That that's a good question for the for the people actually doing the fishery. I don't know the answer. So that was the 80s and 90s when it started to go downhill. So what would you say is the current state of oysters and the oyster industry in in Northwest Florida and Pensacola specifically? Right. So it it is it is a challenge. You know, there there is a question of is the has the harvesting been sustainable? What are the other factors that influence the success of the oysters? Uh, sediment inputs, the shell not being returned, that can often be a big problem. The baby oysters like to settle on other oysters, mm-hmm. so if you don't have enough shell, that can be a real problem. So for the answers to some of the questions you just asked, is that sort of where people like you, researchers at, say, the University of West Florida or others, like step in and say, let us take a look at this and, and see what we're seeing? Is that how it usually goes? Well, right now there's a big effort. The Nature Conservancy is developing an integrated monitoring plan for oysters for the Pensacola Bay system, and it's bringing together people from all over the region, all different stakeholders, to really try to understand what's happening to oysters and where we might move forward in the future. When you talk about that sort of work being done, are we really sort of being microcosmic? We're looking at northwest Florida, or is this, we're looking at it here, but this is a, a universal thought? Absolutely. There, there is a, a very wide interest in this throughout the Gulf, throughout actually all coastal states. Oysters are, are really critically important in, in a wide variety of areas. I know we've talked about the fact that they are used for, for restoration. What, what do we mean by that and why? So restoration is, has been used for a couple different ways. Sometimes people use it for sh- uh, shoreline stabilization because you have this hard structure. It helps break waves. It's used a lot for water quality. Um, Oysters filter the water. They take the phytoplankton, the single-celled algae out. 
they can actually promote biological removal by particular organisms that reduce nutrient concentrations. That's really big in Chesapeake Bay. Not done so much in the Gulf Coast, but still still a very important area. So there's a wide, wide range of things that kind of the oyster function has, you know, supporting nursery areas. People really like having oysters around, even if they can't eat them. The historical perspective and the current perspective on oyster culture here in Northwest Florida with Dr. Jane Caffrey from the University of West Florida. Thank you so much. Thank you. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.